Who am I? What is my identity? I am an heir in Christ. Galatians 4, 7 says, Therefore you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. I grew up in a middle-class family. I basically had what I wanted and then some. But like any kid who dreamed of more, it took me a while to realize how many blessings were already flowing in my life. And even though I eventually arrived at the point of knowing I was blessed, I never considered myself rich. How about you? Maybe you share a similar background with me, or maybe you have known poverty or wealth far beyond my experience. Within our group of memorizers, I am sure there are many stories from both extremes and everywhere in between that could be told. Part of my own story reveals how my perspective started to modify when I began to go on trips that took me beyond the riches of America. My first views of poverty took place on vacations where the journey from airport to resort couldn't hide the lack in which many people in those poor countries dwelt. Quick glimpses of these terrible living conditions would startle my heart with hurt for the people enduring it. But when we arrived at our resort destination just down the road, my angst was replaced with personal luxury and all too quickly dismissed for my coming vacation week. Dismissed for the moment? Yes. But these images couldn't be forgotten, and as they lingered in my heart, I would revisit them from time to time. Remembering those images actually had a big influence in persuading me to on to the next part of my story, which continues as God moved me from just a glimpse at these impoverished people to allowing me to live among some of them. Two mission trips to Romania took me into gypsy villages and quickly convinced me that rich and poor were all a matter of perspective. When I walked into homes built with torn pieces of cardboard atop dirt floors, I knew I was rich. When I saw filth that seemed beyond washing and smelled the stench of months with no baths, I knew I was rich. When I saw animal dung just sitting on the floor of the doorway into a home, there was no denying it. I was rich. I was privileged. I was blessed. And above all that, it was the emptiness in the eyes of the people that really struck me. It revealed a poverty of the soul that I hadn't even really considered yet, and it was much more severe than any poverty I could see and smell. I will never forget my ride out of one of the gypsy villages. I climbed on a bus and escaped the poverty, knowing that bus ride would take me back to the airport, which would take me back to my rich life. Yes, I said it, rich. I knew now without a doubt that I was rich. But what about them? I cried with anguish for the children and for the men and women with empty eyes. Would any of these ever find their way out? Would they look forward to a new life, to a bath, to clean clothes, to a warm meal? Was there hope for any of them to know the blessings that I have known? I wondered if they ever dreamed of someone coming and rescuing them. Overcome with emotion and needing to process my thoughts, I crunched into my bus seat, put my earphones in, and stole away to a place before God's throne. And Chris Tomlin began to sing these words. What can take a dying man, raise him up to life again? What can heal a wounded soul? What can make him white as snow? What can fill the emptiness? What can mend our brokenness? Mighty, awesome, wonderful is the Holy Cross, where the Lamb laid down his life to lift us from the fall. Mighty is the power of the cross. What restores our faith in God? What reveals the Father's love? What can lead the wayward home? What can melt a heart of stone? 
What can free the guilty ones? What can save and overcome? Mighty, awesome, wonderful is the Holy Cross, where the Lamb laid down His life to lift us from the fall. Mighty is the power of the cross. It's a miracle to me, and it's still a mystery. It's a miracle to me, the power of God for those who believe. God was clearly speaking as I listened to that song over and over again. He transformed my perspective about rich and poor. I certainly realized I was blessed, no question about it now. I repented for my lack of gratitude and constant longing for more when others were obviously in such need for the basic things of life. I thought about how God could use me to pour his provisions into places like I had just been. In these moments, God showed me how much he hates all poverty and how he longs to dispense his riches on his children. In fact, it is so important to him that he gave his son's life so that all of mankind has the opportunity to be an heir to his wealth, the wealth of God. Mighty is the power of the cross. That day, on that bus, in that moment, the Lord changed my perspective about poverty, but it went much deeper than what I had seen. I had seen poverty of life and health for sure. You could literally feel the poverty on your skin as you mingled with these people. It was heart-wrenching. But that day, God gave me a new perspective about rich and poor. He revealed poverty that reached to the core of all humanity and to me. He showed me a poverty of spirit that was much more devastating than any poverty of life and health. Walking among these people had been like walking among the dead. There was no spiritual life. Death was choking them. But in this moment on the bus, God showed me how I had come face to face with my own history of poverty in my spirit. God spoke to me about the poverty of my own soul before he rescued me. I realized that at one time I had been spiritually living in a poverty infested dump too. This view filled me with a new gratitude for my salvation and all that God has brought into my life. He showed me how salvation has made me an heir to his riches. That day, I learned what kind of rich I truly was. Rich in my living experiences, yes, and blessed in that beyond what I deserved. But I also discovered that I was rich in the salvation of Jesus. That was the wealth that really mattered. No longer a slave, but a son and an heir. See, I'm not a slave anymore, living in poverty, trying to earn God's favor, hoping he might throw out a little gift my way to get me through the day. No, I am an heir to all the spiritual life that my father possesses. Words like savior, deliverer, heir, and new life took on new meaning to me. As he saved me and delivered me, making me an heir to his new life, I can breathe and live in the wealth of God's promises. I am not in poverty anymore. I have been rescued from it. In fact, that is exactly what our verse says this week. Therefore, you are no longer a slave but a son, and if a son, then an heir through God. Do you realize how rich you are? Do you realize what kind of inheritance you have in Christ? Do you realize the power of the cross in your life and how it sets us free to assets we can't even fathom? No matter what your story, whether you grew up in a castle or a cardboard box, if you know Christ, you are an heir to the riches of God. It is who you are. The question is, are you living as an heir or as a slave in spiritual poverty? Do you realize that as an heir, you are filthy rich in the promises of God? 
An heir is a beneficiary to the riches of his benefactor, and God is the ultimate benefactor. God is our Father, and in Christ he has proclaimed us his heir. So, do you live as his heir? Do you talk like his heir? Do you make decisions with his great inheritance in mind? Do you tell others of his vast inheritance which you have received? Do you share his riches, both spiritual and physical, with those still impoverished? We are no longer a slave to poverty. We are an heir because of the mighty power of the cross, because Jesus came and saved us. It is the only thing that is able to change our poverty-stricken state. We are rich in Christ. You might be wondering, how are we rich? Trust me, we are. And God will be revealing his riches to us more and more in the coming weeks of this project. See, our inheritance all begins with our salvation at the cross. And next week, we will be memorizing a verse about how God comes into our poverty and clothes us with his beautiful salvation. And then from there, we will move on into our next quarter of verses, which are all about the riches we possess in Christ. When Christ found us, when he came into our world, he visited us here and found us in a total state of poverty. But he didn't climb back on a bus. No, He saved us and made us his heir. In Christ, we are an heir to the riches of God. It is our identity. Mighty is the power of the cross.